What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the MTMV Sports Podcast Network. This is J-Jock. So this week, I'm going to do a quick recap again of this week's games, and then I want to address some of the concerns regarding Trey Young's shooting percentage. I know there's quite a few people that's kind of worried that his shooting percentage has dipped, especially um, this month in November, so I just want to talk about that. I think it's going to be pretty interesting, so you don't want to miss this episode, all right? So let's go ahead and get this started. All right, so let's talk about this week's games real quick. We lost to the Pacers 89-97 to on Saturday. Jeremy Lin came off the bench and he did really well, hitting 7 of 11 of his shots. So he gave us 16 points in only 24 minutes. Bazemore had another good night defensively. He got 4 steals and also gave us 5 rebounds and 13 points. Tareem Prince was out again, so Poitras, he started in his place. The best news out of this game was actually John Collins. He was able to make his season debut. Now, he didn't play many minutes because he was on a minutes restriction, but at least we got Collins back. So, overall, we did okay this game, but we just couldn't pull out the win. So, it is what it is. Next, the Hawks played the Clippers on Monday and lost 127-119. to Trey Young played excellent. I mean, really good with 25 points and 17 assists. John Collins got 18 points and 6 assists. Dwayne Dedman got 13 and 12. And then Alex Len also got a double-double, scoring 12 points, and he pulled down 12 rebounds. Tareen did really good. He returned with 21 points. But once again, we couldn't pull off a win. Wednesday, we played the Raptors. Now, Kyle Lowry played extremely well, really just decimating the Hawks. He had a triple-double with 21 points, 17 assists, and 12 rebounds. He was 58% from the field and 50% from three-point range. So he just tore into Atlanta. It was really hard to just defend him. Um, Lynn played extremely well. At least he got 26 points, hitting almost 85% from two point range and 80% from three. So, of course, you can see Jeremy Lin was absolutely amazing. Too bad nobody else on the Hawks played really well at all. So, we lost the game 124 to 108. However, at least we ended on a good note because Vince Carter actually scored his 25,000th point and he did it on a two-handed dunk in the very last moments of the game so that was kind of exciting but once again we lost next we played the boston celtics and we lost this one pretty bad also 114 to 96 john collins did pretty well he got 16 and 7 rebounds however he also got five turnovers jeremy lynn got 19 points five rebounds and three steals but It just wasn't enough to really make up for the huge deficit in the first quarter where Boston actually outscored Atlanta 45 to 23. So pretty much right there, right off the bat, we were down so much. It was going to be really hard to come back and get the win. We also only hit six out of 35 three pointers. So we lost pretty badly and that made it 10 straight losses. So we are in a 10 game losing streak. Um, hopefully we can do better Sunday against Charlotte, but we'll see. Well, that was this game's recap. Not a very fun week for an Atlanta Hawks fan um, watching the Hawks um, 
continuously lose and lose, but it is what it is. Maybe we'll get a good draft pick out of this and hopefully we'll start to pick up and do a little bit better next week. All right, y'all. So let's go ahead and get into the meat of this episode. So I know a lot of people seem to be really um, kind of upset and worried about Trey Young's shooting percentage. So he hasn't been shooting very well so far in November, and it's dipped his shooting percentage down a little low. So I just wanted to bring up an article written by Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. Now, I mentioned this article um, a few months back, but I want to talk about it again and give some extra information that I've also found. Um, So Kevin O'Connor, he wrote this article right before the 2017-2018 draft. And the reason why he wrote this is because it was a very point guard heavy draft and he wanted to kind of warn the fan bases of any teams that might um, be drafting a point guard to be patient with their rookie point guards because they just really need to be patient Rookie point guards, they struggle very often. It seems, in my opinion, especially with shooting. So here's the quote um, that I want to quote from that article. Once again, it's Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer. He said this. All point guards should come with a patience required label. There are 12 active point guards in the league who have been named to an all-NBA team. And on average, it took five seasons for them to get there for the first time. The average age was 24. Only Paul, Irving, Westbrook, and Derrick Rose made it at a younger age. Kyle Lowry made his all-NBA debut in his 10th season at 29. John Wall will likely be named to his first all-NBA team this June at 26, seven years into his career. Point guards are often in utero for years. It isn't a process that can be rushed because point guard isn't an easy position to master. Learning point guard is like learning an instrument. There's a steep learning curve on the way to an advanced level. Some rules must be followed, but others must be bent and broken. Improvisation mastered only after years of experience. End quote. Okay, so like I said, this article was written for the incoming players in the um, 2017-2018 draft class. Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, etc. Well, I would argue argue that this is not only true of the 2017-2018 draft class, but even more true of Trey Young and the point guards that were drafted in his draft class. Why do I say this? Well, it's because point guards, they have a hard time adjusting to the pace of the NBA. That's one of the reasons why they struggle a lot during their rookie year. And because of the new Freedom of Movement initiative and the 14-second shot clock this year, this year is by far the fastest pace the NBA has ever been. So let me give you a few numbers, okay? So in 2006, and the reason why I say 2006 was because this was also a very um, point guard heavy year. The pace ratio of an average NBA team was 90.5. Right now, in 2018, the pace ratio is 100. That's much faster. Not only that, the Atlanta Hawks play at an average pace ratio of 106, the highest in the NBA. So not only is Trey Young having to come into the NBA and adjust to... An NBA that is running its fastest since its inception, but he's also on the fastest team in the NBA when the NBA is running its fastest. So because of that, 
I think we should try to have some more patience with Trey Young, especially because he is a um a pure point guard. And in my opinion, pure point guards have an even harder time adjusting because they're running the offense and they're focusing on assists. There's a lot of multitasking. So what I want to do now is I want to um I want to look at who I consider to be the last two pure point guards that won Rookie of the Year. Now, I'm not going to just do pure um, point guards in general, but pure point guards, facilitating point guards. So not Derrick Rose, um, not like a, a Tyreek Evans or a, a Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. I don't consider them pure point guards. So I'm going to move all the way back, and we're going to compare these two point guards to Trey Young's number. Let's, um, numbers, his stats. So... We already mentioned 2006 and its pace ratio of 90.5. However, something else should stick out in your mind about 2006 if you're a Hawks fan or if you've been a Hawks fan for a while. That's because this was the year that we drafted Marvin Williams as the second pick in the NBA draft over Chris Paul. So we thought that Marvin Williams was probably going to be a franchise player. We thought he was the best player available. Marvin Williams turned out to be an okay player, but he is not a Chris Paul. Chris Paul went on to win Rookie of the Year. He's, in my opinion, like a generational talent. He's definitely a future Hall of Famer. Um, He's like a savant of a point guard. Well, let's look at this 2006 Rookie of the Year and let's look at his numbers and compare them to Trey Young's current numbers, okay? In 2006, CP3 had 16 points per game, 8 assists. He was shooting below 30% from 3 at 28%. And he shot 43% from 2-point range. So, Trey Young so far, he is also shooting 16 point, getting 16 points per game. He is also... Averaging eight assist point, eight assists per game, and Trey Young is also like Chris Paul, shooting below thirty percent from three point range. He's shooting twenty three percent from three. Trey Young is shooting very close to Chris Paul's um, field goal percentage at thirty nine percent. Now, Chris uh, Trey Young is shooting below forty percent from the field. However, as you can see, their numbers are still very similar. Trey is averaging numbers very close to the 2006 Rookie of the Year that so many Hawks fans were just despondent that we passed up on. Of course, the outlier is his shooting percentage because Trey is actually shooting right now below 40%. Chris Paul shot 43% from um, two-point range. So this brings me to 1995. I want to talk about the next um, pure point guard that won Rookie of the Year. And this is Jason Kidd. So Jason Kidd is a member of the Hall of Fame class of 2018. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame um, just not far, just the last time that they inducted um, somebody in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think it was in this month, this November. So what were Jason Kidd's stats? He actually did shoot below 40% from two-point range. He shot 38%. Trey Young is currently shooting around 39%. So Jason Kidd won Rookie of the Year shooting a lower percentage than Trey Young. Jason Kidd also shot 27% below, so it's below 30% 
from three-point range. Jason Kidd got only 12 points per game. Trey Young is 18 points per game. They both average eight assists per game. So you can see again that Trey Young, his numbers are very similar to Jason Kidd, who won Rookie of the Year in 1995. I mean, Jason Kidd is a 10-time All-Star and 6-time All-NBA player. So, Trey Young is in very good company. Chris Paul and Jason Kidd are Hall of Fame players. Their rookie numbers and numbers that they won Rookie of the Year with were very similar to what Trey Young is doing right now. So, my point is... Trey Young can still be a very successful point guard. Of course, Chris Paul and Jason Kidd both, they improved in other areas. They continue to improve in their defense and their shot got better throughout their career. I think Trey Young can do the same thing. I think under Lloyd Pierce, his defense will get better. And of course, I think his, his shooting will improve. I mean, he led the NCAA in scoring his freshman year in college. So I think Trey Young will be okay. Chris Paul did not lead the NCAA in scoring, and neither did Jason Kidd. Trey did. So, you might be thinking, well, these two cases are probably anomalies. Chris Paul and Jason Kidd, yes, they're amazing point guards, but it's probably not very often that very good point guards shoot that badly in their rookie year. Well, let me start by saying that's just not true. I want to talk about my favorite non-Hawks player, and his name is Kemba Walker. So Kemba's been all over ESPN this week because he had a 60-point game, and then he followed it up with a 43-point performance. So obviously the guy can score. Well, what was Kemba's rookie field goal percentage? It was 36%. Trey Young's shooting 39% right now. So Trey's actually shooting better than Kemba was. What about Kyle Lowry, who destroyed us with that triple-double this week? He also shot 36% his rookie year. Former MVP Russell Westbrook shot 39% his rookie year, which is exactly where Trey Young is right now. John Wall and reigning MVP James Harden, who of course plays some point guard, they both finished their rookie year shooting only 40% even. That's only a mere 1% better than Trey Young is shooting right now. So you see, there's not a lot to worry about. There's a lot of NBA point guards. Their rookie year, they shot pretty poorly. They shot below 40%. Trey shooting 39% now. And I think it will improve. We're, very, we're at the very beginning of the season. Well, you might be thinking, well, what about three-point shooting? Trey's shooting below 30%, and he shoots a lot of three-pointers. And an NBA point guard should not be shooting below 30% in threes either. Well, let me, let me shoot off a quick list of NBA point guards that are very successful that did shoot below 30% their rookie year. Okay? John Stockton shot 17% from three his rookie year. Magic Johnson, 22%. Kemba Walker, 30%. John Wall, 29%. Westbrook, 27% from three. And I already mentioned Chris Paul shot 28% from three and Jason Kidd, 27% from three. And they both won Rookie of the Year. So you can see that Trey Young's in good company. He's going to be okay. Yes, his shooting is struggling right now, but he's a rookie NBA point guard. 
I think he's going to be okay. His shooting will improve over the years. We really cannot worry. I mean, we're only a few months into the season. So let's not trip. Let's just have some patience. And remember, Trey is only one of five rookies in the last 25 years to have a 35-point, 10-assist game. The others were Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Allen Iverson, and Jason Kidd. Trey Young's in good company. Just this week when Trey had his 25-point, 17-assist game, the only other rookies in NBA history to do this is Hall of Famer Jason Kidd and Hall of Famer Oscar Robertson. Like I said, Trey is in good company. He's doing okay. All right, so let's have some patience. Remember, like Kevin O'Connor said, all point guards should come with a patience-required label. Especially, in my opinion, this year, because we're running at such a fast pace. All right? So hopefully I was able to ease your mind. If you want to hit me up on social media, um, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. My handle is IamJJock. This I-A-M-J-A-E-J-O-C. This was Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the MTMV Sports Podcast Network. I'll talk to you later.